Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God Pod. Whether you're in your car, in your home, on a walk, or with someone, we're excited that you've joined us for a deeper dive into Scripture, its tough sayings, and the people God used throughout. This year, we're going through the whole Bible, tracing the With God journey through the Bible, through the year, through us. And with that, let's dive into today's episode. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining today. I am Chris Birch. And I'm Anson Tebow. And today we are going to dive into 1 Samuel. And I think throughout the Bible, there are some odd stories that really jump out at us, Mm. right? Some very obvious ones that we can kind of question and they might confuse us and things like that. Sometimes in scripture, there are some more nuanced ones Mm. that we look at and try to understand better but there, there's not a ton of information <clears throat> going on there. And here in Second Samuel, or sorry, First Samuel 2.25, we read this statement, for it was the will of the Lord to put them to death. So, Anson, what do we do with this? How can we reconcile a loving God with what happens here? Like, how do you worship a God that is, right here it says he wants to put them to death yeah so what have you found yeah it's it's a hard passage to navigate because it it literally is saying that the lord is willing them to death and the people that are being willed to death are eli's kids so eli's the high priest at the time he's getting old he's getting he's blind he's overweight unable to do his job so he gives it to his kids hophni and phineas but Hophni and Phineas are just bad dudes. They, that sounds like Nickelodeon characters. Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. <laughs> I, what's the what's the song for it? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Their faces are literal triangles. Yes. Yeah. I have never been able to yep. get over that. Either way. Um, but they're just bad dudes. They're sleeping with a woman in the courtyard. They're taking of the sacrifices for themselves. They're eating of the fat for themselves. They're not doing what the Lord has designed the priestly office to do. They're actually leading people further and further away. They're dishonoring the name of the Lord. They're disobeying the law that God has given them. So here we have this statement for it says the will of the Lord to put them to death. And if you if you listen to the sermon this past Sunday, he sort of talked about this idea of Eli cared more about his sons than he did about the Lord. So his rebukes of his kids weren't really that great. Yeah. Meaning he was not really caring, hey, this is I really want you guys to turn. He was like, I kind of want to be liked by you guys more than I care about how how you are serving and, and worshiping the Lord. Um But what we do see is we do see sort of a half-hearted attempt to rebuke them by Eli. And then over the course of their their time, there's, there's, there's evidence of them being told, hey, this is wrong. Like the people coming to them, God using people to come to them, God using Eli to come to them, sharing, hey, what you guys are doing is not honoring the Lord, is not giving him the honor and glory, is not bringing the Lord to the people. It is actually taking the Lord away from the people by what you are doing. So it it's hard to navigate it because you see that if you're looking at it from a human punishment state, like they deserved what they got. Like they ended up dying in battle, but so do we deserve that as well. We're yeah. sinful, broken human beings. Um, in the and, eyes of a righteous Lord. In the eyes yeah. of a righteous Lord, right? Yeah. I mean, so it's hard because you, you see that. And the challenging thing, I don't think it is... The, the challenge isn't that it's the will to put them to death. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not the challenging thing. The challenging thing is the will of the Lord to put them to death. So it's almost saying the Lord is doing this. And this brings me back. 
Um, if you go back months ago, we did an episode on Pharaoh and God f- hardening Pharaoh's heart. Yes. Um, and God hardened it five times before Pharaoh actually hardened his own heart. Mm-hmm. So you see God is being the one that's proactive in the actual hardening. And here you see God being the one proactive in the willing the Hophni and Phineas to, to death. So it, it brings me back to that because you see God being the proactive one. Um, and if it, this is, this is a quote, um, that we read in, in that, in that episode, but it, it says in Romans nine seventeen through 18 declares for the scripture says to Pharaoh. So we're talking about Pharaoh here, but I think there's a lot of tie-ins says, I raised you up for this very purpose that I might display my power in you and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. Therefore, God has mercy on whom he wants to have mercy and he hardens whom he wants to harden. From a human perspective, we're no longer reading the verse here, but from a human perspective, it seems wrong for God to harden a person or will someone to death and then punish the person he has hardened. So these people who have walked away from God, have led themselves away from God, there's this idea that it it seems for us to seem that this is wrong. But then if we look biblically speaking, um, Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Um, Romans 6.23, just that the just penalty for sin is is death. Yep. Therefore, God's hardening or punishing a person is not unjust. It's actual merciful comparison to what the person deserves. Which that, if I'm being honest, while I can read the Bible and I can come to that conclusion that this is actually God carrying out his justice that is not easy for me to grasp Mm. because I'm seeing someone who is almost getting the grace taken away from them. Meaning like you no longer are receiving the grace of God. You are actually getting punished for this. And now granted we live in a different time. Jesus has paid for the penalty of sin right now in this, in this space, Jesus hasn't come, Mm -hmm. but there's the challenge with how, how do you actually justify justify this because it's you are literally seeing the will of the lord is to put them to death the will of the lord was to harden pharaoh's heart so you're seeing god carry out his justice and it makes us really uncomfortable right and there's a lot of the old testament that makes us really uncomfortable there's a lot of death yeah in the old testament there's a lot of blood there's a lot of god willing people to go fight against other people right um and, and things like that like you see a lot of these things so navigating them is is something I still haven't figured out myself. I even threw the blame to, to Jake or that threw the responsibility to Jake yesterday yeah. or um, on Sunday when I was, when I was preaching, um, I, I told people, I read this verse and I was like, I don't really want to deal with this. So if you want, yeah. you can ask, you can ask Jake Scott. Sometimes it feels like in reading a lot of the scripture in the old Testament that I wonder if God builds up nations in order to terrorize Israel and and that's like their only purpose like god is working through them in order to like teach mm. israel a lesson and yeah. you know so like i wonder i'm like okay so why are the um uh, who uh who's goliath what was his tribe? yeah the philistines like did god you know work hundreds and hundreds of years in creating the yeah. philistine people uh yeah. in order to then like use them to teach the Israelites a lesson and things like that. Like how deep does the Lord's uh, influence kind of go into other cultures in order to get this lesson or this point across? Yeah. You know, yeah. And I think, I think it even ties into today where um, like God allows certain evil to, 
to happen. Yeah. Like he allows certain evil to happen in and amongst the world. And I think what we struggle with, what I struggle with on a day-to-day basis is why, mm-hmm. like, why would you allow this to happen? God, like in our first reaction, when evil stuff happens, which we see on a day-to-day basis, um, the first thought is why is this happening? Why are you allowing this God? But I think as we look through scripture, while there's really, really hard things to navigate and swallow and say, this is the God we worship, this is the God we love, right. we can see how he then uses these things for the, his glory, for the love of his people. Like you see how he loves his people in almost a unique way. You see how he loves his people by taking Hophni and Phineas out. They were mm-hmm. leading them away from God. And so he raises Samuel up to be the judge, be the high priest, be the person that's leading. You see Samuel does a decent job. He's not a perfect man. Man, but he does a decent job putting Saul in place who we'll talk about on Friday, who then turns out to be the worst. And then you put David in place who right. is a man after God's own heart, but also the worst at the same time. Yeah. But like you see how God is using these people and it almost is merciful to the written rest of the nation of Israel to say, all right, Hophni and Phineas are taking you away from serving. Yeah. The Lord, yeah. So let's get them out of there. Yep. Um, but it's super challenging to navigate because you're seeing two people's lives being willed to die. Yeah. Um, but again, I think it's just another another reason for us to to dive into challenging passages and really look at it. Um, trust the Lord that He is good. Um, lean into His goodness and and also pray through passages. Like you get the, get to these passages, like don't just sit in it and like stew over it and be like, right. "How is this happening?" How is it? like talk to God about it because yeah. He is a loving, caring God and He will walk with you through the struggles because. It's hard. It's yeah. hard to walk through these things and navigate them. Yeah. And we have some great teaching pastors here. So if you are listening to this and you have as many questions as we do, like Anson said, go find Jake, go find Dave, <laughs> go find Matt, you know, and uh, and ask them. You know, they, uh, they are very knowledgeable in this and mm. they love talking about it. So yeah, stay yeah. away from Tommy and I. We yeah. don't know anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you could probably throw Tim in there as well. Yeah, you know, Tim uh, has... Uh, been studying this for many years so uh yeah just great stuff and highly encourage you to continue the conversation with pastors and small groups and Mm -hmm. things like that and we just want to thank you again for listening and uh, join us on friday as we begin i think one of the more fun stories uh leading up into uh, King david and goliath and then really the start of the israel nation and Yeah, it's going to be a a fun track, I think, between here and uh, the New Testament. So, Anson, thank you so much. We'll see you later. See you, Chris. Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God Pod. Make sure to catch all our content on Sundays and during the week. See you next time.